Hello, and welcome to the Tarot to Go radio podcast. I'm Anastasia. With me today, here in the beautiful Somerset countryside in England, is Lon Milo Duquette. Hello. Hello, Lon, and welcome. In honor of the country, I will speak English for you. <laughs> or try to. Great. So Lon and I are here at the Emmerdown Conference Center outside of Radstock um, in the gorgeous countryside uh, for the Tarot Association of the British Isles Annual Conference. Um, and Lon has generously agreed to take a few minutes out of his incredibly packed schedule today to chat with me and let us know what's going on with Lon now. Lon's, Lon's busy. Lon's busy. Lon's busy at home. I'm still trying to finish the Enochian book mm-hmm. uh, for Wiser, and I should have that have that done by uh, the end of July, hopefully. Ooh, great! And then I'm traveling all over the all over the world in an attempt to uh, pay the rent. <laughs> where have you been, and where are you going? Um, well, I just uh, I'm staying in Amsterdam right right now. Oh, how fabulous! And uh, but I'll be going home. I'll be going home soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I did a, a, a talk in Amsterdam and then then traveled around uh, mm-hmm. to, the, to the wine country and that's, uh, so we did six six countries in two days. Kind of, kind of thing. Uh, but when I get home, um, I have to feed the cats for uh, two weeks while Constance visits her mother, and then I go to. Um, uh, Toronto wow. and um, uh, upstate New York for Star, what's it called? Starwood. Mm-hmm. And um, then I'm doing a Golden Dawn thing in, in Austin, Texas. And I'll be going to, um, oh, gee, Seattle and <laughs> oh, Japan. Later, wow. Later, so. Lawn is in demand. Lawn needs to be in demand. That's great. Lon needs to have himself in demand. <laughs> That's great. So all this traveling, it's amazing you're having time to work on any kind of project. Yeah, it is, and it's. Um, but I try to try to balance that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm afraid to take my laptop with me because I've got my whole life on it. Mm-hmm. What if What if I spilled? Your neighbor on it. <laughs> but that's what backup technology is for. I guess so. I'm not, I'm not quite that hip yet. We'll, we'll chat offline about it afterward. Okay. I'll give you some pointers because I'd, I'd be lost without my laptop when I was yeah. traveling. But, um, so you mentioned that you're finishing up the first round on the Enochian book. Um, any idea when that might translate into actually appearing yeah, we'll, into something that we can get our hands on? We'll probably see that in the fall of 2008. <sighs> I'm not very good at being patient. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that's even being optimistic. It's it's a it's a bigger book. It's mm-hmm. more more on the the scale and size of the the understanding Stoke Tarot. Oh, and this is one wow. of the, this has taken me three years mm-hmm. just working on the on putting it together mm-hmm. and thirty five years and <laughs> distilling thirty five years of practical experience into one yeah. book. Yeah. But uh, oddly enough, the, the really exciting stuff is uh, material that I've developed from the old D and Kelly stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've developed uh, sort of a preparatory ritual that uh, uh, puts a magician in tune 
you know, to do Enochian magic. And in, in my way of looking at it, it puts them in tune in a similar manner that Dee and Kelly got themselves oh. in tune. They got in mm -hmm. tune with the holy table and the lamin and, and such. And I, I think I did a little sneak preview of that at PantheaCon. Yes. And I, I was fortunate enough to be able to attend that workshop, and that was really quite an amazing experience. Uh, just never had anything quite like that. I know it's cheaper than dope. <laughs> if, and, and you know, it's, it's like wouldn't know from personal experience, but wow, it was. Um, you know, if this is what drugs are like, I understand why people do drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, um, just the um, first of all, just the sheer energy of it was really astonishing to me. And then the, the, the places where your mind goes yes. was phenomenal. I've never had a, a magical or non-magical experience like that before. And how did you get into this? Well, Enochian magic works fine just right out of the Golden Dawn box. Okay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm not uh, trying to you know, take the wind out of the sails of Enochian magic as performed by Crowley and the adepts of the Golden Dawn and most modern Enochian magicians. But as I was um, preparing the book, uh, it became clear that uh, that Dee and Kelly, in, the, in their first two years together, uh, the, the, the angels really delivered two distinct magical systems before the Enochian system. And it seems to me that in those two years before the Enochian magic stuff came down, Dee and Kelly were being attuned and prepared in the same way modern magician prepares himself with a, uh, mastering the pentagram ritual to, okay, to, to make him or her the master of the elemental plane. Right. And once that's mastered, you move on to the hexagram which expands your mind from the earth to the to the solar system. Right. So Dean Kelly's minds had to be expanded by the heptarchic system of the first year, okay, which included the holy table that mm -hmm. we always see the pictures of but never never do anything with. Right. The Sigillum de Ameth, which we see the pictures and never do anything with, the Lamin, the the ensigns of creation. And if if you can follow along even even lightly and vicariously mm -hmm. the, the, the process where the holy table and that other equipment was produced in a way you're riding along on the same learning curve as Dee and, Dee and Kelly did Wow! and so the uh, if Enochian magic works so good right out of the box how much better would it work if you prepared yourself like Dee and Kelly were right and uh, the ironic thing is when the Enochian magic material did come down with Dee and Kelly and they got it, then they didn't do anything with it. <laughs> they hated each other by then. They said, well, screw you. <laughs> I'm out <Bye>. of here. <laughs> Familiarity finally bred contempt. Well, they hung around together and stuff. Mm -hmm. But the angelic magic stopped mm -hmm. with that. It's, it's almost like they were given a Ferrari and never, never uh, got in the front seat and turned on the key. <laughs> Wow. But they would have been ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, so that, that little ritual that we did at Pantheacon uh, utilized the, the dynamics of the holy table and the lamin and the, the ring and such. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
literally used used uh, all of that into a chant. Right. That uh, hopefully attuned everybody. <laughs> I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. I tell you that it, it's almost like I never. I never realized I could daydream like this. Right. Okay. Scrying. Um, and I'm a lousy scryer anyway. I'm lucky <laughs> I'm lucky if I get a you know, a lamp post with a fur coat <laughs> you know, telling me something. But um, but with this new preparation ritual, mm-hmm. uh, by the time the scrying actually starts, if you do the Enoki magic and, and do the calls and such. Um, you, your mind has been cracked so widely open that you get more than lampposts and fur coats. Yeah, it was really amazing to me because you know, I've been involved in different magical workings and this and that. I mean, you know, who hasn't, particularly, you know, living in California, we have access to a lot of things mm-hmm. that most people don't. Um, but I had just never been part of something. First of all, there were so many people. The, the room you were teaching in was a very large capacity room and it was packed plus. Uh, people were stealing chairs from other rooms or just sitting on the floor to be there. And I think a lot of that energy of expectation and excitement really helped build things. Absolutely. Um, but just being part of something with that many people and something that was new to so many of the people involved. Because, you know, so many people have um, done, you know, typical kind of magic circles or a lot of Wiccan work mm-hmm. where it's in a circle and you greet the quarters and all that kind of thing. But this is so completely different for almost everyone in the room except you and maybe a few of people who've worked mm-hmm. with you before in L.A. Um, that nobody really knew what to expect. And so for you, how did that make that for you since you've been working with this group at your home for so many years and suddenly you've got this gigantic mass of people, most of whom have never done this before? Well, it was was exciting, first Mm -hmm. of all, to to, uh, hear the chanting with with all those... uh, all those people, but it, uh, in a way, it was only uh, only just a matter of uh, degree mm-hmm. from uh, the Monday night class, <laughs> and uh, this is something that I do in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, uh, by myself, and uh, the as dramatic as it was with. I don't know, was there 300 people there? Probably. Yeah. Um, as dramatic as that was, and as much as uh, people that didn't expect to see anything saw stuff, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of the, couple of the, what kind of group was it? I guess there was a, well, anyway, they were trying to get stuff to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> but um, it's even more intense by yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. And um, when you get up in the middle of the night and you do, you know, bathe and robe up and <laughs> go to, to the, the holy table set up and everything. To, and it's just you in the middle of the night with a candle and a black mirror. Um, it's even more it's even more impressive mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that's how it's always meant to meant to be done right uh, but I like doing it with a group to show people that they you'll live through this <laughs> okay. this is this is uh, uh, something you can feel safe safe doing mm-hmm. and uh, 
in my opinion, an Enochian magic, unless you have pre-existing pathologies. <laughs> okay. If you, unless you're just totally nuts to begin with, and then you shouldn't be joining the Boy Scouts. <laughs> and, um, that it is the safest magic that I've ever, I've ever encountered. Because mm -hmm. it, it's dealing with another level of um, uh, consciousness, uh, say, than uh, Goetia working, mm -hmm. which, uh, which I do, but it's, um, that's a more specific, yeah, you're dealing with levels of uh, consciousness there that uh, should be done with a little more caution. Mm -hmm. Enochian, uh, you can, the worst thing that can happen with Enochian is you just don't, you don't connect. Mm -hmm. You just go, blah, there's nothing to banish, there's mm -hmm. nothing to, sorry. Uh, in a way, the Enochian universe, um, we're sitting in it right now. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter of going anywhere, of doing anything, it's, it's a matter of um, the entire spectrum of consciousness right up to, to Godhead is right here mm -hmm. with us now. And the, the different techniques of Enochian just sort of opens up a little Venetian blind slit <laughs> and you can focus on, on that particular thing. But what you're doing is not uh, um, traveling to or, or conjuring up anything that you're not sitting in right now anyway. Mm -hmm. so, uh, the, the classic idea of having to banish and invoke and, and everything else um, don't necessarily uh, apply. Apply. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's um. It, it was really interesting because in terms, you know, everybody's expecting this grand magical working, and yet there was this, you know, basically the preparatory ritual was you handing out the sheets with the the words to the chant on it, and and Let's explaining, go. okay, well, you know, here's how you pronounce this, and here we go. And I think a lot of people, particularly people who are from a more sort of um, Ceremonial, not not just in high ceremony, but I think a lot of people were surprised that you could just sort of open your mouth, start, and do it, and, and do you know, it. be there in five minutes or less instead of you've know, got a, the salt and the water and the incense and the this and the that and the you know banishing the memories of your fifth grade teacher and yeah. whatever and um, you know, which is also great because you know for a pantheon presentation time is of the essence, right? And so it's like, oh, we just get in, do it, and go. And yet, um, a lot of people I talked with afterwards said that um, they hadn't really known what to expect, but what they got was so much more than they could have anticipated, um, just in terms of a different type of experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it wasn't like, oh my God, the top of my head just flew off and, and you know, I'm, right. I'm morphing into weird creatures or whatever. Um, but just um, the sheer energy flowing through and just the different level of awareness because like you said it's right here right now and yet by taking some time you know taking what it was three minutes maybe yeah to just sort of think about your breathing and um you know go through this chant and whether it's the specific words or whether as you know neuroscience says it's just creating this repetition mm -hmm. to distract your conscious mind um a really amazing effect and so if, if somebody were doing this on their own what would they do with it they would, you know, go through all of this, and then what do they do? They would uh, sit quietly for five or ten minutes, uh, try to uh, try to be conscious of what's going th through their 
their mind, not uh, in a way um, uh, surrender to a bit of reverie, but at the same time hold themselves apart knowing that at the end of that five or ten minutes they're going to write down as best they can everything that has gone through their head during that period. Okay. Then, <laughs> then having done all of that, then having done all of that, you do it over a period of months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Enochian, there are there are step by step levels to explore. Mm, okay. But even if you've only did it the one time as preparatory preparatory to uh, um, a meditation, mm-hmm. that it in and yes. of itself is Love a it. wonderful uh, thing to do with that tool. Mm-hmm. But if you do it over a period of months, say you did all 30 aethers, mm-hmm. you did it once a night for 30 nights, right. okay, uh, then you have, a, you, you have a record of visions uh, <laughs> that you have going to progressively higher and higher levels of consciousness and how how you uh, uh, are affected, how your vision is affected, mm-hmm. uh, it soon becomes intensely personal. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, it is a magical journey. Right. Okay, you're not taking anybody else's journey. This mm-hmm. is not cabalistic path workings where you expect to see a man with a red suit eating fish <laughs> sticks with his toes. <laughs> okay, this is all you. Okay, and it becomes incredibly personal. Mm-hmm. And as as things progress, you find that you're on an initiatory trip. Right. And uh, it, with the Nokian, there comes a time uh, when you know that you've sort of hit the limit of what you can presently um, penetrate right. as far as consciousness level goes. Mm-hmm. And the key to to uh, what it needs what you need to do, what you need to become in order for you to take that next step, the key is found in the last, in your notes of the last uh, thing that you could successfully penetrate. Mm -hmm. So it becomes, this is my journal, this is my journey, this is my initiation, these are my ordeals, and oh, here's where I am, I'm stuck right here, Mm -hmm. what do I have to do? And then you look at the last record, right. and there's something in that vision mm-hmm. that's telling you, you can't get any further <laughs> that, unless you drop those fish sticks. You know? <laughs> so uh, that, that makes it, you know, in my opinion, so superior to classic Kabbalistic path working. Right. And totally superior to anything where another magician is saying, oh, this is what you need to do, my son. Yeah. I've always been sort of a screw that. (laughs) Get your own life together, mister. (laughs) Yeah. When you were perfect, (laughs) tell me. But then, yeah. Absolutely. So um, we're, we're unfortunately running short on time here. Okay. But, um, but we have a few more minutes just to kind of wrap up. Okay. Um, so uh, in terms of the Enochian magic workings, um, have you found that's had any effect on what you've been doing with the tarot workings? Sure. But, but, but in so much as um, you become more sensitive to, to, to everything. Right. Um, Lots of my Enochian visions take on tarot char- characteristics mm-hmm. because these are universal 
things too. Right. You know, uh, so it's it's very common mm -hmm. for the Anothian angels to speak to you in tarot images mm. uh, and such. So they're they're, they're complementary to a to a point. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, tarot is constructed um, looking at the universe in one way, and Enochian uh, magic is structured looking at the same universe right. uh, from, an from another angle. Mm -hmm. And there will be places where the, the tarot and the Kabbalistic um, uh, angles and the Enochian aethers and such intersect. Right. Okay. But... Um, so kind of like, kind of like filming a movie with different cameras, and then yeah. each camera you're looking through. Right. And sometimes they all end up with the same view. Yeah. Mm. And uh, it's more like um, in one set the screen is broken up into five sections, and the other one the screen is broken up into thirty sections. You know. <laughs> right. And they're still looking at the same thing, same light, same everything. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the facets in a in a you know cut jewel. Right. Wow. Um, so. Uh, until your fabulous book is going to be available, um, do you have any recommendations for people who might want to learn more just about the theory, if not actually undertake some of the practice? Oh, sure. Uh, uh, the little book Hyatt and I wrote years ago is still in print, mm -hmm. and uh, it's sort of like a little extended commentary on Crowley's Lieber Hanok. Mm -hmm. And the reason I recommend it is it's the, the classic out-of-the-box Hanokian magic um, but explained a little clearer. Mm, right. Probably explained it very well, but he did it so <laughs> so well that people think he didn't tell you enough. Right. What, what he's doing is telling you too much in, mm -hmm. in a remarkably um, economical way. Um, so that's that's really good. Mm -hmm. uh, Don Tyson's Enochian Magic for Beginners. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, that I see differently than than uh, Donald. Mm -hmm. um, but nevertheless, it's a it's a it's a good textbook, and and he makes it pretty clear when he's saying this is what this is him and and mm -hmm. uh, and what is and is not classic. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's that's a good one too. Great, uh, yeah, because it, it's I haven't had time. It's been kind of busy since Pantheon, as I'm sure you understand. Mm -hmm. um, I keep thinking, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, but I really found it to be. Um, I don't want to say easy because that that carries the wrong implication, but the fact that not knowing anything, I walked into that workshop with you. I walked out an hour and a half later, going, "Wow, that was one of the most amazing experiences of my entire life." <laughs> if it's that easy knowing nothing, how you know? How much how, more how, fun is it yeah, when you know yeah. know a little something? Yeah. yeah how, how cool would that be? Um, but also, um, just then. Uh, using that awareness then with you know, your tarot work or whatever kind of other projects you're working on. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's very exciting and interesting. And you know, I have to wait a whole year and a half for your book. Yeah, you do. Oh, it'll, be, oh, well. it'll be worth it. Okay. It'll well, it's, worth it's it. always worth it with you, Ryan. It's oh, always worth it. Thank you. But, um, well, this has been fabulous, and I really appreciate it because I know that you're incredibly booked today with readings and workshop sessions and everything else, and, um, and hopefully you got some breakfast somewhere in there. Yes, I did. Oh, good, good. I got tea and toast. Oh, yeah. Which is better than beans on toast. Yeah. It's, this um, is England. <laughs> and one just never quite knows what's going to be on the breakfast plate. And it's like, hmm, fried mushrooms and tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> good. 
Okay. What's that black stuff? <laughs> yeah, black pudding. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not what Americans think of as pudding. I know. If you're curious, run a Google search um, after you've eaten. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Lon. You're welcome. I really welcome. appreciate it, and stay safe in all your travels. Thank you. And hopefully um, we can check in with you in a couple months when you're between trips and find out how things are going. And That sounds good. And um, Oh, actually, there was one more thing I yes. wanted to ask you. Um Last night when we were chatting, um, you mentioned about your tarot so ceremonial magic. Yes. But there may there may be a new incarnation of that deck. So Ooh, how exciting. exciting. So we'll we'll have to see. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. But, uh, and you heard it here first. Because the old the first edition is getting harder and harder to find. Wow. So. Well that's but that that's a good in a way. It's, it's, well, it's, I guess uh, they bought them all. Pe people want them. <laughs> people want your work. So, well, great. So, um, well, if you get any updates, you'll let us know so Absolutely. that we can let our listeners know so that they can, can, can start watching the bookstore for it. Or... Absolutely. Great. And, um, so, uh, want to tell them about Accidental Christ. Oh, the, yes, yes, The please. book Accidental Christ is yeah. doing, doing well, and it got a, a good review in the Washington Times newspaper. Wow. Which is... Uh, uh, very surprising. I've never <laughs> surprising on many level, but that's doing good. And so mm -hmm. is um, uh, Key to Solomon's Key, and there may be something in the way of a, of a documentary or a DVD mm -hmm. um, about that. And also this uh, a Canadian uh, production crew that does the Enigma, the Canadian oh. broadcasting. Uh, Enigma mm -hmm. uh, television series, sort Ooh. of like Discovery Channel stuff. Right. Came and stayed three days at our our house and filmed wow. Constance in my daily routine of of and, and magic and and such um, in preparation for a um, show on Aleister Crowley. Oh. And that should this is July. We should mm -hmm. see it. We should. Uh, it should be broadcast sometime in July. In in, in Canada? Or? In Canada, but uh, it uh, um, if people look up the Enigma television show, I think mm -hmm. you, you can get uh, DVDs of the show. Oh, and great. So oh, another, that was exciting. Another lawn DVD to add to my collection. Yes, the yes. lawn brushing his teeth. <laughs> okay, that may be oversharing. I'm not sure. But they, uh, they shot... Mm -hmm. um, one of those middle of the night Enochian oh. things. So you, you, you can actually see it happening. Yeah. And, and, and they they uh, they shot a class mm -hmm. where, where we did a group scrying. Oh, great. Ritual and such. So that'll, that'll be worth telling yeah. folks about. That's exciting. Great. Anything else we should know about in the busy, busy world of Wanda Kent? Uh, uh, if everyone listening would send me a dollar, <laughs> I will. I will utter a brief prayer of thanks. Mm. <laughs> okay. The, I have a PayPal account just set up for such things. So. You know, you're so flexible, Juan. It's great. We just appreciate the way you make yourself available to your public. I know. I'm a giver. You are. You are. <laughs> But wow, so between all this traveling and writing and TV shows and everything else, um, wow, how do you keep track of yourself? 
Uh, I don't. Oh, well. I don't. And I don't make plans. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I have a good, good friend who helps me make plans. And uh, she makes sure I show up and <laughs> at the airport. And stuff, so, okay, know. on Tuesday I'm picking you up and we're going here. Yes, then, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mom. This has been a pleasure, as always, and a great deal of fun. And um, to everybody listening at home, um, all the links are up on the website, so you can check out all these interesting things that Lana has been talking about. And we'll be back again soon with some more interviews. Thank you again, Lon. You're welcome.